Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the Filene Fill-In, the podcast where we fill you in on what's been going on here at Filene's home base and out and about in the financial services world. I'm Holly Fearing with Filene, and today I'm joined by Constance Anderson, principal and founder of Member XP, and also Aaron Coleman, senior impact director here at Filene. Before we get to today's story, I want to remind our listeners that you can catch all future episodes of the Filene Fill-In on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Please leave a rating or a comment if you like what you hear, or if you'd like to suggest something for a future show, you can message us on Twitter at Filene Research or email me at hollyf at filene.org. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. And now on to the show. Today, I've asked Constance and Aaron to join us to help tell the story of how credit unions can better create experiences for their members that truly make them stay. Our research at Filene has shown that customer satisfaction isn't the secret sauce to staying power or loyalty, but convenience and ease of use can be. The mission of Member XP is to help credit unions create extraordinary member experiences. And Filene's programs around mapping and enhancing the member journey can help credit unions understand, have empathy for, and improve their members' paths towards getting what they want and need from their financial institution. With Constance's experience and guidance, Aaron and Filene are working with credit unions to find better ways to make credit unions an even more vital financial partner for millions of people. Thank you, and welcome to the podcast, Constance and Aaron. Hi there. Hi, thanks, Holly. So, Constance, I just explained a little bit about what I know of Member XP and the work that Filene does with credit unions. But can you go in a little bit more detail and explain for our listeners today what is Member XP and how does it help credit unions? Yeah, oh, thanks, Holly. You know, as you said, what we're really in the business of doing is helping credit unions create these extraordinary member experiences. And the piece that we're most involved in, of course, is collecting data and really helping to understand that member experience at every touch point. Uh, you know, when, when I started in credit unions, I hate to say how long ago, but we started Member XP back in 1996 <laughs> uh, under another name, but we've been around since 1996. And back in those days, uh, we did an annual member survey. So once a year, if we couldn't afford it, we might do it once every other year. We asked members how satisfied we were with the credit union. And the problem with those annual surveys is they were pretty static, and, and we got some good measurements, but we didn't know exactly how to improve specific member, member journeys based on them. So today the concept's a lot different. What Member XP does, and we do it through a couple of methodologies, is we really put our pulse, uh, we put the pulse of the member at the center on every touch point in a member journey. One way we do that um, is through our member shoppers mystery shopping program where we actually instruct actual members and coach them on how to measure these very specific touch points along the member journey. And then the exciting piece that we've been collaborating with Feline uh, member journey a lot on is our omni-channel voice of member program, which we call member view. And what that is is 
uh, a way to ask members about how very precise experiences went, let's say getting a loan online, getting a loan in person, maybe actually joining the credit union. And we do that through some very traditional push methodologies like an email invitation to a survey or maybe an outbound phone survey. But we've also added to that a lot of pull uh, methodology. So that would be putting tablets in the branch so the member can choose to give you immediate feedback or maybe doing an SMS or a text message or link to a survey or putting something on the website or on your mobile app or even an inbound uh, survey uh, during a phone call, after a phone call. We've all experienced that as consumers. And then the last thing we do is we take all of that data, and it's a lot of stuff, and I think the important thing is then we make sense of it. So we say, and this is really where our collaboration with Pauline has been so important, we say, well, here's what we're seeing, here's the trends, it's very graphical in our analytics system, now what do we do about it? I love how you explain that, now what do you do with it? I assume it can be very overwhelming. It's great how you explain that, you know, you're there to help credit unions make sense of that information. Erin, before we jump in to you, I wanted to first of all say thank you so much for for being on the podcast. I've been making the rounds with all of our staff here at Filene, and uh, this is, I believe, your first Filene fill-in podcast. So thank you again for being willing to to join. And I know you haven't been with Filene a, a super long time, but you do a lot of work with Constance and everything that Constance just explained. Can you help us bridge that gap between all of the work that Constance has been doing since 1996 and help us tell the story of how is it that Filene has come to work with Member XP and do all of this work for, with credit unions? Okay, great. I'd be happy to. First, I'd like to say thank you for the warm welcome, and I'm very happy to be here. I am like avid listener of the podcast as I fly all over North America visiting with credit unions, and uh, it is a thrill for me to be here from a nameless hotel in the middle of somewhere uh, <laughs> today in early December. <laughs> uh, and yes, you're right. I am relatively new to Pauline, uh, having joined earlier this year, but I am no newbie to the credit union movement. In fact, I have worked for the space for my entire career since the mid-1990s, working both in credit unions and primarily as a vendor. Uh, that was a relationship manager for credit unions and also acted as subject matter expert for the credit union space for multiple companies. So it is a dream come true for me to be here uh, representing Pauline as an employee, and I couldn't be happier. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak to you. Of course. So that being said, yes, let me talk to you a little bit about member journey because it's one of my favorite things to talk about because it's all about the member and uh, people who have heard me speak know that I have a whole lot of passion about credit unions and about our purpose, which is to serve the communities and the people in the communities that we serve today. So the reason that Pauline got into this work is we got this amazing opportunity several years ago to work with Amazon.com. And when we got the call from Amazon.com, we thought, this is going to be amazing. So at Amazon, much like you can buy 15 different kinds of toasters, uh, you can also pick different kinds of credit. And as they were launching this, this initiative, they asked multiple financial services companies to get involved, and they wanted credit unions to be part of this pilot. 
And they asked Aline to help share that effort with credit unions. And we thought, gosh, this is going to be it. This is the moment we've been waiting for when our best-kept secret of how wonderful credit unions are is finally going to be revealed, and we will grow assets, and we will grow members, and we will grow loans, and it's going to be amazing. And then we started the pilot. And so the result was that when consumers applied for a credit card through those B-word financial <laughs> it was very easy, and the only thing that came in the mail was fulfillment, in other words, getting that card. Uh, when they tried to apply for credit union cards, even though we had great offers, they were very compelling, and we were familiar names because many consumers, most consumers know who credit unions are, and they know that we have great rates and low fees, they would run into trouble. Either they would have to stop the process in order to become a member first, which would require they fill out a separate form, either online or maybe even have to print it, send it in, wait for a member number before they could continue the application process. Or if that worked, then they might have to go into the branch to finish the loan application process and sign paperwork. So what we realized there is while consumers want to do business with us, that doing business with us is not so easy. And many people might say, well, why in the world are you talking to us about this, what sounds like could have been a big darn failure? Well, the reason, there's a couple reasons for that. One is because uh, as a research institute, we're all about studies, right, and understanding what we can learn even from failure. And also, we're big on innovation, and innovation is fraught with failure, and we have to encourage each other, and we do this every day, to lean into it and learn from it. And so, what we learned several things from that. Uh, one is the power of iteration. Another one that relates specifically to the content of this discussion is the importance of the member experience. And that experiences matter, and at the end of the day, loyalty is driven by the experiences that we create, beautiful experiences, as Constance referenced at the beginning of her remarks, uh, and the way to do that is to understand where those friction points is, is to measure it, right? So that's how it got started. Um, so as a result of that, we started, we're a research institute, of course, and we were familiar with some work that Harvard Business Review and the Customer Contact Council had done around the customer effort score. And that talks about, as Constance also mentioned, customer satisfaction. The customer satisfaction is a good measure of what's happening in the moment, um, but it's not necessarily an indicator of loyalty. Uh, from that came Net Promoter Score. Net Promoter Score is also a great measurement, and it asks a question that says, on a scale of 0 to 10, how likely would you be to recommend uh, that in this case, credit union, to your friends or family. And that NPS is great because it gives you an idea of the general sense of perception, so what the perception is that your members have of you at a given point in time. But it doesn't, again, it doesn't really point to loyalty. Mm -hmm. So... We also had the great pleasure, my very talented colleague, Tansley Stearns, has known Constance for many, many years, and so knew the great work that Constance does, and that is how the dots were connected between our two organizations. As we started to look at member experience 
we knew that there were definitely some things that were missing. We wanted to be able to measure them. And so we used, we used and continue to very much uh, rely on Constance and appreciate the work that she does with the credit unions that we work with to measure the member experience through a member effort score. And again, as Constance said, that asked the question very specifically, how difficult or how easy was it for you to complete a specific request? Mm -hmm. And then the beauty of what Constance and Number XP, what they do is that they take this massive quantity of data and they make it actionable. And this speaks very specifically to comments we hear from our clients all the time. We hear this from credit unions again and again. Wow, your research is great. What should we do with it? Wow, the research and innovation, are, you know, research is great, innovation is compelling, but how do we make that actionable? Well, Constance answers those needs and helps credit unions quantify where those hassle factors are, where are those friction points that members have in particular experiences. Because by understanding that, then we can begin to move out those friction points, and that's what creates loyalty. Uh, and that is how we are going to grow the credit unions and serve more people in the communities that we serve. Hey, Erin, it's Constance, and I just thought I'd follow up on that a little bit, too, because, as you know, we're both really obsessed with this member effort, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of concept of member effort. And, you know, when when Harvard Business Review, when I first read that study, when Customer Contact Council kind of, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head when they came out with that particular measure, and it really scratched some itches I had as a researcher, as a credit union researcher, because like you, what I was finding all and over again and working with credit unions for the last 20 years is, yeah, people love their credit union, right? So, and, and people are satisfied and they love the employees in the credit union, you know, by and large. You know, most of the time, you know, they have great affection uh, and it is that sense of ownership and yet they don't bring all their business there. And when you ask them why, they will just say, well, I don't really like that big bank, but oh gosh, they make it so easy for me. So having that opportunity to work with you at, at Filene and collaborate on how do we how do we get to that really essential piece for credit unions has just has been a great joy, and I'm so excited to see uh, the kinds of things we uncover moving forward as well with our credit unions. This is a smart move for the credit union movement to be focusing on this right now. I just saw a video released by Amazon, Aaron, since you shared that Amazon story, you know, a lot of us look to Amazon for that innovation of uh, the cross section of ease of use and technology as they've kind of been on the leading edge of that for a while now in, in a lot of uh, customer um, consumer kind of ways. And I just saw uh, a, a video from them about how they are in 2017 going to be offering stores where there's technology connected to your smartphone where you turn on the app, you go in, you take whatever you need, and you walk out without having to go through a checkout line and that it just automatically scans everything that you've um, put into your bag and will bill you as you walk out. So this uh, concept of streamlining the customer experience and making everything incredibly easy on the consumer is only going to continue to be a trend with the technology that we're developing at breakneck speeds going forward. So 
I would think that credit unions that um, that are interested in this just really need to stay in the loop on um, possibilities for for the future, so that un- unfortunately, you know, we don't want credit unions to get left behind if other financial institutions or disruptors, you know, make it easier. Credit unions are going to have to um, keep up. So I think this is extremely important work, and um, and it's it's exciting and fascinating too to just think about what's what's going to be next. And every year there's always a next. So um, kudos to you guys for doing this work. Uh, Constance, yes. I wanted to kind of reverse the, um, the trajectory of the conversation now and kind of go back in time. And I'm, I'm just really curious about Members XP and how it came to be, especially since, you know, this is a something that is working specifically with credit unions. What's the story about Members XP and why is it, um, is, is it a, a program that serves the credit union industry? Yeah, well, thank you. Um, you know, that's a great question. I, I believe that it really is about that great curiosity we have. It, you know, I, our backstory really, Holly, is that we're credit union evangelists. And we, I've never understood, or the folks in our team, we've never understood why people don't do all their business at the credit union. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. it just seems... So, you know, it's such a powerful movement with so much to offer consumers, and especially having lived through, you know, the the banking crisis of the 90s, it just seems incredible to me that people just wouldn't naturally gravitate toward a credit union, and, and most Americans can do that. And so, you know, what we what our passion really has been and why we started it is, is actually to ask, answer that why question. We know what consumers do. We know things like how many accounts they have per household. We know where they take their other accounts. We know what they use their credit union for, many of them for their car loans, their vehicle loans. We know what they tend not to use credit unions for, many of them for things like investments. And so what, what we were passionate about looking at continues to be my passion is the why behind that. And so what's really cool about, particularly about the member view tool, is we're starting to answer those why questions. So that's really our backstory. That's why why we've kind of evolved over the years and where we've gone. That's really great. I love it when an organization's kind of backstory and origin stories is born of a passion for what the industry that they serve does. So, you know, that I can really relate to that, that everything I do, everything Filene does is in, uh, in service to what credit unions can do. And I think that's always a good indicator that, you know, that that organization is going to work hard and do things the right way to get the job done the right way, because we feel strongly about the success of the organizations that we're working with and the impact that they can have. So that always gives me trust in working with an organization when they can say, you know, with confidence that it's because they believe in, in what their, what their target um, customer group is doing. So um, thank you for sharing that story. Erin, I wanted to come back to you next and talk a little bit about the research that Filene has done in this space. And I know that you work with a ton of credit unions that use Constance and her data and her programs. What are those aha moments that credit unions you've worked with have had and how has it helped them in their work and their efforts of serving their members? 
Sure. So when we go when we go around to first, let's talk about the research a little bit. So probably the most compelling research that that we completed around number effort and that we turn to again and again is a study about number effort benchmarking that we did in collaboration, indeed, with number equity and constant. Um, and we learned a lot of fascinating insights from that research uh, that goes right along with much of what we've been talking about today, talking about how members love doing business with us, but the ease with which it, how much effort they have to expend to do business with us is sometimes difficult. For example, we do a great job in consumer loans. Members love that. Mortgage loans, difficult. Uh, we do a really good job in the branch. Members love their experience in the branch by and large. But when we get to self-service channels, particularly online, it can be difficult. Um, and indeed, and so we use that as a foundation for a lot of the work that we do. We also, while we do a good job of consumer loans, mortgages can be difficult. So interestingly, in the credit unions that we visit with all the time, because uh, member journey and member experience is one of the most popular advisory work that we do. It's very prominent around, and we love doing it. But we see echoes of that benchmarking work every day. And at the highest level, what we see is this natural human tendency. Credit unions, yes, indeed. We love our members, and we get how important they are, and we want to do everything we can to delight them. And we are also human beings, and human nature is to spend a lot of time, as we like to say at the Institute, in our belly button thinking about our stuff, and, that, and what I mean by that is our processes, our procedures. Well, I have to fill out that form. Well, I have to get it signed this way. Well, I have to do it that way. Why? Because I've always done it that way. Why? Because we had an audit 12 years ago, and they found one, there was one exception, and we have to make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, and so what the work that we do does is to help credit unions look outside their belly button and instead look through the eyes of the member and understand what it is that is happening for the member in this moment. So a couple of really good examples from recently are, uh, first, we had a credit union who offers password resets, and they have a very large number of members who use the online channel. So as you can imagine, like all of us do, you regularly forget your password. So they give members the ability to start the password reset process through many channels, through the branch, telephone, online, mobile banking, and chat. But it wasn't until we sat down with the credit union and we went through a member journey mapping experience where they had that aha moment and they realized, oh my gosh, for most of these channels, we are driving members to come in. Most of the time, actually, they're coming to the branch, and sometimes we allow them to reset when they call. But by and large, they have to either come in or call. And when they're resetting their passwords for online banking or mobile banking, uh, these are people who may live far away, who may have jobs that don't allow them to come into the credit union or have a conversation during business hours. And so that was a really dramatic aha moment for the credit union. Like, wow, if we're going to offer the ability to start this process remotely, we need to complete it because that is what's going to help our members get their job done, meaning complete their financial services request, and that's what we need to do. So that was a really interesting one. 
Another one was uh, recently meeting with the credit union, and we were talking about the experience of opening a new account. And that could be a new membership account or a new loan account, and it was in the branch. And we had a variety of representatives from different branches. And branches that can get busy and have smaller numbers of staff are presented with a challenge where, especially on busy days, end of the month, end of the week, they may have lines out the door. And many of those people are coming in to do teller transactions, but then other members are coming in because they also have questions and need help in opening accounts. So this one guy said that he, this is a credit union staff member, said that if he's working with a member and he sees another member walk in, he says from his desk, hi, Miss Smith, how you doing? Great to see you. I'll be right with you. <laughs> and I said, how do you think that makes Mr. Jones, who's sitting in front of you, feel? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he feels good because I'm greeting Mrs. Smith. And I said, well, how do you think it makes Miss Smith feel for you to yell across the, the lobby. And he said, but I have to because I can't leave Mr. Jones and I have to do this thing and I have to do it this way. And it was very interesting because, again, totally natural tendency, right? Mm -hmm. We want to help our members and that's beautiful. We want to recognize them, which is terrific. And also, I have to do it this way because these are the jobs I have to do in this order. Not, oh my gosh, how might it make Mr. Jones feel when I'm yelling over him? How might it make Ms. Smith feel for everyone to know that I've calling out to her. Um, and so when the credit union, all the, the 20 people in the room got that, they said, oh, I see. Maybe we need to think of a better way of greeting. Maybe we need to have someone periodically be at the desk or give them an electronic means to, to sign in and understand how long their wait time is instead of this manual process that puts so much pressure on our member service staff. So those are a couple of really dramatic aha moments that I imagine uh, listeners of this podcast who are credit union folks are going to be nodding their head as, uh, as they listen. Yeah, and that's really interesting because it's it's like those little things that you wouldn't think of in you know bigger strategy sessions and when you're planning out how to meet your threshold target of superior metrics for the year, you're not often thinking about, do we greet people well? Is there experience for changing passwords or, or you know, getting passwords reset uh, a pleasant experience? And so that's really fascinating because I can agree completely that I will make choices for who I do business with based on those little details that, um, you know, seems like on paper it might not make a difference, but I don't know if, if a financial institution right. could, could find a way that I never have to reset my password and it's completely secure, I would be more loyal to them than and anything, you know? So that is really, really important. That's right. We often say it is the little things and it's the experience that may not seem like a big deal, but they really are a big deal. And that, we aren't competing with our credit union friends down the street, and we aren't actually competing with the bank down the road, whether it be a local bank, a DeNovo, or a super regional, or even a giant international BMOF. We are competing with the experiences, mm-hmm. the experiences that all of us have every day that are quick and easy and that have changed not only our expectations, but those expectations have turned to demand. We want our experience to be easy and simple, and we want it right now, wherever we are, whenever we need it, uh, not based upon traditional business hours. And frankly, 
we, we respect the rules that, you know, as consumers, we respect the rules that businesses have, but we also don't really want to care about that. We want to just be able to get a job done. And to your point, if there was a way for you to sign up somewhere and never have to change your password and have it always be secure, then you're in. And it wouldn't matter who that who you got that from because it would be so special to you to not have to worry about that hassle factor of remembering your last password and your last seven passwords and all the special characters you use and so forth. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap up, I want to ask another question kind of riffing on this conversation, um, either either Constance or Aaron, feel free to jump in on this one. But this kind of makes me see that there are probably hundreds of touch points that a financial institution has with a customer in person or online. And how do you discover, how does member XP help credit unions find what those pain points are, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So how do you find out that it was maybe the way you're greeting or the way you're having passwords reset? How do they find out that those are the ones that need improvement versus other ones? Yeah, that's a great question, Holly, and it's one I know our listeners will be very interested in. I mean, sometimes it's going to absolutely seem overwhelming, and I think uh, what we've done with this particular tool with Member View is we've made it extensible. So I always say to credit unions, you know, let's find a starting point. And mostly, I would say our starting points are going to be those processes that, you know, it depends on your credit union strategic plan, but those that, you know, really really are most profitable for the credit union. I think those are important. The ones that are most emotional for the member, things like getting a mortgage. Um, If you're looking for younger members for your credit union, you may want to focus first on the things that are most important to young people. So maybe it's the mobile app and maybe it's the mobile journey that we look at. But because you're not locked into measuring any certain thing in any certain way, because we make it extensible and flexible, because that's really what we need, uh, that's really how we drill down into it. And then built in, we have a number of on-the-fly filters. So one of the ways you can drill down is not only can you drill down to, say, the delivery channel level or the branch level or even down to the individual employee level, which can sometimes be interesting, but you can also drill down by age and other member demographics. You can drill down by zip code. So maybe the process works in your local zip codes, but maybe it doesn't work for your members who have, have moved away from your branches. So that's another way that you can kind of drill down and get to those little teeny pieces of data. And then the last way we do that is we have a built-in process improvement tool that really makes sense of the open text data. You know, people don't really leave comments. What people do is they tell their stories, and we need a way to really be able to analyze those stories. So that text analysis is probably the most important piece of even even knowing what those little touch points are. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. What we've talked about today has really opened my mind to all of the possibilities around what to look for and how to even see the member experience from their view and what to do with that data. So this has been extremely informational for me and I'm hoping that our our listeners have gotten something useful out of it as well. And Aaron, 
So if anyone, if any credit unions are listening today and they want to get more information about how they can get involved with Filene's work, with Member XP, the Member Journey, what, where do they start in, in getting more information? Uh, I would say probably the easiest thing to do would be you can go to our website at org and click on Programs and Services and Member Journey, which will definitely get you started. You can contact me, Erin C, E-R-I-N-C, at org, and I can help you get started, and we can connect you with Constance right away through, through that channel as well. Awesome. Thank you. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know before we wrap up the filing fill-in? Yes, actually there is. I think that it could be helpful to listeners because we've given them all this interesting data, but again, tying back to making it actionable. So here are some ways in which credit unions have used this data in the past to great impact and have leveraged the great skills that Constance brings in Number XP and Number View and married them with the advisory services that we have at the Institute. Here is an example of a member experience engagement where it starts with understanding with listening posts, and those listening posts can come indeed from the work that Constance does. And that is where either through the traditional push notifications and push surveying that that Constance talked about or pulling the data either way. And then Constance and her team distilling that data and giving some deep insights about where friction points might be. From there, you could even dive in, you could dive deeper and you could go into live observational research where you can, we use our research team to bring in members and potential members we don't know that they are doing research for the credit union, but they, we ask them to interact with the credit union from a technological perspective and put their brains on speakerphone so we can see directly from them what's going on, and that adds to what Constance offers. From there, we understand very clearly where the, the experiences are that have the biggest friction points. And that's where member journey mapping comes into play. We use those experiences to map exactly what the member goes through channel by channel for up to four experiences. And also an important component of that is what the member is feeling. Uh, and then from there, we can move into an innovation immersion to help you come up with some ideas on how you might solve those, including prototyping, where you could test those ideas and see how they might work. And so that's how you can kind of tie all of this together, starting with the research, with the data. And as you know, at Pauline, everything we do is founded in research. So we get the research and leverage a great experience of Constance and her team to get us started. And then we move through into action by putting on the eyes of the member and experiencing the journey from their perspective and then figuring out how we might solve those problems for them. Wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much. Aaron and Constance for sharing all this information with us today. Again, if you have any questions whatsoever, you can reach out to Aaron and you can reach out on our website at filene.org as well. So thank you again. That is it for the filing fill in today, folks. Don't forget to subscribe and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And be sure to catch us again next time on the filing fill in podcast to keep up with what's going on here at Filene. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
you know, when you, when you buy a cable and there's like a $27 one and a $5 one, you're like, what's the difference? I bought a lot of $27 cables and they break in two days and I go, damn it, why did I spend $27? 